This is Out of Office for August 2014. Out of Office Book Reviews. Welcome to the Out of Office Podcast, where you'll learn how to work from virtually anywhere by using the internet for greater convenience, comfort, and freedom. Your hosts are Chris Pudney and Gihan Pereira. Hello, Chris. How are you? Um, well, thanks, Gihan. I've been reading some books. How are yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I've actually been um, I've actually been working out of office for a bit. I've been at a couple of conferences, one in Singapore, one in Melbourne recently, and a couple in Queensland that I've uh, done a few and got a couple more coming up. So I've been living the out of office lifestyle as well. You sure have. We're lucky to find you at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as you said, uh, I've been reading some books as well. And uh, travel is a really good time to read books. And I'm really enjoying reading uh, Kindle e-books and particularly on the Kindle. Excellent. So shall we tell our listeners about some of the books we've read? Yeah, in fact, in this episode, what we're going to do is review three other books about this out-of-office lifestyle. And actually, by coincidence, two of them actually called out-of-office, but we were, the, we were the first and the original. <laughs> um, but there have been a couple of other books coming out uh, that have come out recently about working and living out-of-office. And generally, those have been mostly about running your own business or working from a coffee shop, so like the digital nomad lifestyle, rather than what we've tried to do, which is cover the, the spectrum of somebody who's working from home for somebody else, or maybe even a part-time telecommuter or the digital nomad. Um, and just to put this in context, so what we're going to do is review those three books um, fairly briefly for each one of them. But if we were to put them in context, if these were, I was thinking that if these were presentations rather than books, then the first one that we're looking at, which is called Out of Office by Chris Ward, is like that conference motivational keynote speech. So it's it's more about why you should quit the office and particularly working in coffee shops. So he's got a lot of, um, a lot, lot of hype, lots of pictures and slogans and not much of the practical take-home stuff, which is okay because that's not his intent. Then the second book, uh, which is also called, well, it's called Out of Office Success by Simon Salt. Uh, if, you, if there was a conference presentation, that would be more like one of those breakout sessions that you go to. So it's still very Y-focused, but it does have more practical stuff. And the third one, which is TikTok by Kim Mason, is like a short breakout session at a conference. It's very practical, very much how-to stuff. And I guess if you look at the hour book, Out of Office, then that's more like the detailed one-day workshop. So lots of practical, in-depth stuff, for mainly for people who've already figured out the why, and now they just want to know the, the nuts and bolts and nitty-gritty of how to make things happen. So why don't we start with that first one, Chris, which is Out of Office, and it's by Chris Ward. Yes, out of office, work where you like and achieve more. And look, Gihan, it's only $2.27 for the Kindle version, and that buys you 200 plus pages. So you're not going to be out of pocket very much. Um, and in terms of time, even though it is 200 or more pages, as you mentioned, there's lots of um, quotes and lots of pictures. So it's probably not going to take you more than an hour or two to actually read it. So it's not a big investment in money. It's not a big investment in time. Um, and if you need some inspiration, I think this is a, a great book for that sort of thing, especially if there's inspiration towards adopting a digital mo- digital nomad lifestyle, especially one who drinks a lot of coffee. Uh-huh. And Chris, like, like us, Chris has uh, put together a website called workwhereyoulike.com, which um, has more detail about the book as well as some information about him and some of the work he's done. But let's talk about Chris Ward first. So um, he started life as a standard office worker. Well, he didn't start life, but uh, his working life started um, developing and founding a couple of marketing agencies. He sold them. And then he, instead of uh, so going on to bigger 
bigger things in terms of money, he decided to take a step back and adopt a digital nomad work style. Um, and he kept working. He kept working on uh, promoting various charitable campaigns like the Red Nose Comic Relief Campaign, Mandela Day and One Goal, which was uh, an educational campaign that came from the FIFA World Cup in South Africa. And uh, as a digital nomad, whilst he's also working on these campaigns, he does things like race bikes and run marathons and drink a heck of a lot of coffee. So uh, that kind of that description of Chris really is a good description of the things that he talks about, the kind of work style that he talks about in his book, and it's a really good uh, inspirational and motivational uh, piece of piece of writing. As I said, uh, I think Chris should have actually called this book um, "Out of Office." work from coffee shops and drink more coffee because he really does seem to be addicted to espresso coffee. And that, uh, uh, he leads off the book with a chapter called Kick-Ass Coffee. And it's all about um, how coffee shops and cafes have been the venue for great thinkers and great ideas for uh, 100 to 200 years. Uh, and that really sets the tone for the remainder of the book. Uh, Chris's out-of-office venue of choice is cafes. And he doesn't really spend much time telling you that you can, in fact, work out of office in other locations. Uh, coffee shops seem to be it for him. Uh, he also talks about how nine to five, reasons to work fewer office hours, how uh, much better an out-of-office work style is compared with working in a standard nine-to-five office regime. He sort of justifies that with things like, well, you get to mix with real people, so customers who might know your product, its problems and its solutions. And it's kind of anecdotally doesn't give much evidence to to back that up, but... um, that, that's the that's the way he sort of writes. It's it's more about motivation rather than giving you a lot of uh, solid evidence. It's more about anecdotes and experience uh, from his own life and and also from the life the lives of of various thought leaders. So he then uh, switches things up in the third chapter and he gives a lot of do's and don'ts about uh, work uh, about uh, positive work style. So there's a whole lot of them there. Various aphorisms, things like don't be a follower, be followed, don't be full fat and poor, be non-fat and rich, or my favourite, don't be stressed, be desserts. I think I like that one just because the two words are palindromes. And again, I think the idea here is that you can avoid the don'ts and do more of the do's if you adopt an out-of-office work style. In Chapter 4, it's called Change the World Around You, Success Success Stories from Out-of-Office. These are about more contemporary success stories that have been born in cafes. So, for example, he cites the uh, idea that uh, apparently Barack Obama's inauguration speech was written in a Starbucks. Just imagine how much better that speech would have been if it was written in a a cafe with real coffee. (laughs) That uh, J.K. Rowling wrote her first Harry Potter book in a cafe. That the founders of Craigslist and Foursquare and Moshi Monsters and other sort of uh, landmark websites. Moshi Monsters, goodness me, that should have been strangled at birth. But um, <laughs> these, the founders of these these uh, large successful organisations, all have worked from coffee shops. And then Chris tells us about some of his own success stories working as a digital nomad out of coffee shops. And the idea is that um, you know he's successfully made this transition to a digital nomad work style. All these. Um, successful modern people have done likewise and that if he can do it and they can do it so can you so it really is big on the inspiration uh, for the first half of the book then we start to switch gears in the second half of the book so in chapter five he sort of talks about hotspots the idea that hotspots really are wi-fi hotspots have enabled the digital nomad to move 
their work life out of office, work from places like cafes, like Chris does. And here he does mention some of the other places that you can work out of office where Wi-Fi um, is set up. So he mentions hubs and co-working spaces. I think this is something we should perhaps look into uh, in another podcast, Gihan, it's not something I've made use of, but it's it's a growing phenomenon and something that's quite interesting and useful for out-of-office workers. And uh, things like, well, just recently, the idea that you can continue to connect to the internet whilst you're in flight. So some of the restrictions on using digital devices on planes have recently been relaxed, at least in Australia. Things like gyms and workshop, uh, and bookshops, these all have Wi-Fi hotspots these days. And then the, remain, the, the second half of the book does have, starts to move into some of the how-tos of working out of office. A lot of it is... Um, just this is how Chris has done it. Uh, this is how some other people have done it. It's not big on, say, some of the evidence to support some of those ideas. So he has this um, build your network chapter, the six people you need. And he lists the six people, the, the white label creator, the app developer, collaborators, the smart geek, the money penny and the double shot. So these might be the six people that have worked for Chris, but I'm not sure that any of those people would be useful for my work style. Um, so Again, it's it's a lot about how Chris works, uh, and it's not necessarily going to be useful to you. He has another chapter: be the be the best team player. He's got ten tips in there. I think you know some of the advice there is pretty good, but I think some of it runs counter to the advice that we give in our book. So um, it's not particularly strong on the how-to side of the di- of adopting a digital nomad lifestyle. But I think the the final chapter is a pretty good one. It's called Work Where You Like, uh, Join the Movement. I think it's pretty much just that sentence, and it really is about you can these days work where you like. If you want to become a digital nomad, then it really is just a matter of joining the movement. Yeah, I think you summarised it pretty well, Chris, so I'm not going to add a whole lot of detail to that. And as, as you said, I think this is this is a really great book if you're thinking about out-of-office work and you're thinking about what that means for you, but you haven't done it yet and you, you need somebody to push you over the edge to take you there. Um, I reckon if you've already decided that, then it's probably not so good for you uh, because it doesn't give you the practical tips that you want. Or if you're an, a, a manager or a leader who's working with a distributed team, uh, some of who want to work out-of-office, probably not, not that useful for you. Um, but that's okay because the book is very clearly and unashamedly an inspirational book. In fact, I noticed that one of the things that he says uh, is that uh, this is not a guide to working a four-hour week or 10 tips to getting stuff done. It's a manifesto for 40-somethings who want to make meaning from their lives. And I think that, that pretty much summarizes where, where you're going. Um, and, he, and he says, as you said, Chris, that is all about working in coffee shops. And he says the key promise of the book is that you amplify flow by working out of coffee shops, not working from home or basing yourself in a business hub, but coffee shops. And he's pretty evangelical about that. And I kind of get that because I've, you know, I've, I've done a lot of keynote speaking at conferences recently and I'm doing a lot more of that now. And I understand that if I'm doing a keynote presentation, I've kind of got to be a bit brash and out there and present my point of view and I'm really trying to inspire people and motivate them rather than giving them the practical, uh, practical how-tos. I think that is it is short or it's light on the how-to stuff, um, but that's okay because it, it's not intended to be. Uh, and some of the how-to stuff that's in there, uh, look, I think it's, some of it's okay, but as you said, Chris, I think you hit the nail on the head that some of it is specifically for him 
and doesn't necessarily apply to somebody else. However, I think the value is that you can look at that and go, oh, here's one model that works, and I can't possibly do it myself as well. So if anything, I think the best that you can get out of it is it is possible, and here's somebody who's given me some inspiration, some motivation to, to actually do something with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm an e-worker. I'm working full-time from a home office. But as I was reading Chris's book, you get that, that motivation. I'm thinking, yeah, I really should mix it up a bit more. I, I, I should get on my bike like Chris does and cycle down to my local coffee shop and uh, and do a bit of work there. And well, that's the sort of thing that you mix into your work style. I know that, Gihan. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, I did quite enjoy reading this book, even though I'm a little bit further down the path. So I don't need to be motivated to become an out-of-office worker. But I also really did enjoy reading it. And some of the anecdotes and some of the stories and some of the case studies were quite interesting. And uh, I, I would say that 90% of the book wasn't relevant to me. It was still interesting to me. And the, the, the case studies, some of them you mentioned, even some of the quotes, Chris. So he, he quotes Mark Dixon, who's the CEO of Regis. Uh, who provides these sort of office spaces. And he says, um, this, uh, I really like this. He says, in the, in the future, our children will reminisce about daily commuting to the office in much the same way that we recall life without the mobile. I'm looking ahead. And uh, I know that you and I, Chris, are both fans of Father Ted and the IT crowd, so two BBC TV uh, comedies, sitcoms. And Graham Lyman, who's the who's the author, the creator of them. Uh, so he wrote, he, and he was quoted in the book, he says, to me, Twitter is like working in an office with thousands of funny and clever people who only speak when they have something useful or funny or interesting to say. Wow. So, He's not following Justin Bieber then, is he? <laughs> or me or you. <laughs> uh, so look, I think, I, think I, I find it an entertaining and interesting book. And I think that for somebody who's interested in perhaps moving away from their current job and perhaps working for themselves and working in coffee shops, then this is a really good motivational book for them. Yeah. Okay, so the second book, which also has a title, Out of Office, in its title, so it's, it's called Out of Office Success, is by Simon Salt, and uh, he's, he's written a number of other books, and he, in, in this he's turned his, he's turned his writing skills towards his idea of working out of office. And I, I think, again, this is broadly more of a why book than a how book, but it probably goes one step further than the first book that we talked about because this actually, it does help you get prepared for, okay, decide to do it. Now let's see some of the challenges, some of the benefits, some of the obstacles that might get in the way, and then does get into a little bit of the, a little bit of the how-to. So it is more in-depth and has less hype than the other one, but it's still very much a why book as well, uh, mostly a why book. So just to put this in context, what he talks about, just like we do, we talk about three kinds of out-of-office worker, and so does Salt. He talks about the three kinds. So he calls them solopreneur, telecommute, telecommuter, and a work shifter. So the solopreneur is, is a small business owner who's working mostly from home. The telecommuter is as you expect. So you work from home but work for somebody else. And the work shifter is what we call a digital nomad, so somebody who can work from anywhere. So there's a bit of overlap between those categories and probably um, – it, it, well, it's definitely different from our categories, and there's probably more overlap than they've got in our in our categories. So the, the the start of the book starts talking about if you're thinking about it, then what should you really keep in mind? And in fact, he's pretty honest. And the first chapter is about what sort of people should not work out of office. And uh, these are knowledge workers, so these are not bricklayers. Uh, he's talking about people who could potentially work out of office, but for various reasons, they might 
think twice about that and reconsider it. And so after that chapter, he then goes on to the benefits, and then he's got a chapter about, okay, so if this is a positives, then what are the possible challenges if you've, if you've decided that? So by that point, I mean, I was looking at on my Kindle, we're about 40% into the book, and he's still talking about only maybe you shouldn't do it, here are the positives of doing it, and here are the challenges. So that's why I say that this is, again, very much a why book. So if you're really thinking about going into an out-of-office work style, this is really good to help you make that decision. So it, it actually gives you some um, a, a few good checklists for helping you decide, is this really right for me? So this, it's not a criticism that you're almost halfway into the book without any nuts and bolts advice. I'm just saying that um, that's what you should expect from the book. And then he gets into some of the really practical stuff. So working from home, working on the road, getting organized, setting up your home office and you know, organizing your time and your, and your rules. In fact, he has a section about rule setting, which is actually more in-depth than our book. And I think that's quite a good section. I found the work on the road chapter a little bit vague and fluffy, and it wasn't necessarily practical for lots of people who work on the road. But as we said about the first book, it, it was one example. I really like his chapter about work-life integration because I really I, I believe that as well. So rather than work-life balance, I like the idea of work-life integration, which, which um, gets away from that idea that your work and your home life are separate. It's uh, especially for out-of-office workers. Part of the reason you work from home or work out of an office is so that you can integrate that with the rest of your life. So I really do like that. Um, and interestingly, there's a chapter towards the end, which is all about moving back to the office. So I think you and I, Chris, have always thought of ourselves as never having to go back into an office ever again. But um, it does take the, the practical reality that some people may choose to be doing this out-of-office work temporarily and might at some point move back into an office. So there's a really interesting chapter about what, what you should think about and what you should consider if you're ever thinking about moving back into an office. And as you said, Chris, I, I think that hubs and co-working spaces is a really interesting area, and maybe we should talk about that in more detail later. Because again, there's talk of that in this book as well, which uh, which is a is a growing area for out of office workers. Um, and then at the very end of the book, there's a list of some tools and technology that you can use, things like collaboration tools like Google Hangouts and Skype and so on. It's not as, not in much detail, but it is still useful to have some little practical stuff at the end. So, look, I think in summary, it's a great book if you've decided to go out of office and now you want to know what you need to do to particularly get yourself prepared for that and to understand some of the challenges that you might face and also some of the some of the benefits of doing it. And then it kind of gets you started on the road to becoming an out-of-office worker. Okay, very good. All right, so the third book that we'll talk about today is by Kim Mason. And Kim didn't steal our title. She called her book TikTok. Um, so, Kim, well, the reason that I chose to review this book was after reading Gihan's review, the review that you wrote on our blog for the book. So you've also read TikTok by, by Kim Mason Gihan. And after reading your review, I thought this sounds really useful. Um, and I'm glad I did read the book because it is really useful. But let's start with a couple of words about Kim. So Kim works for a group called Travel Managers. They're a group of several hundred independent travel consultants. And Kim's an e-worker, so she does all of her work from her home office. And as I understand it, Gihan, the reason you read and reviewed Kim's book was that you recently worked with Kim in presenting a workshop at the Travel Managers National Conference, um, and your workshop was about 
productivity and time management. So did you want to add a couple of words about Kin? Yeah, exactly, Chris. And uh, this was in fact our book to speak at, uh, to present the keynote presentation at the Travel Managers Conference and also to present a workshop. And Kim and I co-presented this workshop. Actually, Kim did most of the work because it was based on her book and her work as a, as you say, as an independent travel agent. And you say she's an e-worker, but the, the way this works is almost like they're independent business owners. So each of these travel agents is pretty much an independent business owner, but working from home, but under the travel manager's brand. And mm-hmm. and Kim has been working for a number of years now, and she's developed a number of systems for herself to help herself be organized and, and do this work like life integration thing. So she's got kids. She only works three days a week and uh, maybe four days a week, but four hours a day. So she only works a 16-hour week at work, but still manages to be a very effective and very profitable travel agent, uh, but fitting in all the work within that time. And so Kim and I co-presented this workshop actually last week in Singapore, and it was for uh, other people at the conference, so other travel managers who are independent business owners who want to be effective as a travel agent, but also have a life as well. And it's quite interesting to see Kim's system where she can uh, slot most of her work into that time. And you think of a travel agent is the sort of person who has to be on call all the time. And yet Kim manages to get all her work done effectively and efficiently during that time and yet still have a life as well. So uh, I think it's a really good example of a business owner or, or work in an industry where you think you have to be on call all the time and yet you can still make it work uh, from work as an out-of-office worker but still have a life as well. Yeah, so that's what this book is about. It's about that system that she uses to manage her time and get her work done in that 16 hours that uh, that she allots for work each week. And I say book, but it really is a booklet. It's only 27 pages long, so it's only going to take you 30 minutes to read. And it's you know that 30 minutes is time well spent, in my opinion. And again, it's only it's less than 10 bucks. I bought it. I bought the ebook edition from the Google Play Store. It was under 10 bucks. So for 10 bucks and 30 minutes of your time, you're really not risking much, and you're going to get a lot from it because the book is, as as we've said about time management specifically for out-of-office workers. So there are 10 chapters. Each of these chapters is devoted to a specific time management technique that Kim has developed and that she uses. I really encourage people to invest their 10 bucks and their 30 minutes to read Kim's book. And so it starts with some the big picture stuff. That's the first chapter. It's the really important one, which is knowing what your priorities are because these are the goals and aims that adopting an out-of-office work style are all about. So in Kim's case, she started out life as a travel consultant in retail, in a retail travel agency, and that's hard, a hard slog. Um, my mum and her husband, they are also in the travel agency business, well, they've recently sold that. But basically, you set up your travel agency in a shopping centre because you're relying on people who are out shopping, walking into your store and booking holidays and travel and that means you have to have the store open when the shops are open so that can mean being open that means being open on weekends that means being open when late night shopping hours are in uh, are on and it's a really tough life and so Kim wanted to start a family she wanted to have kids she wanted her weekends she wanted her holidays and so that's why she, that these were her this was the big picture for her these were her priorities and this is what motivated her to become an independent travel consultant who worked out of office. So that's the big picture. That's one of the chapters. There are several others in Kim's uh, in Kim's book. 
I'll just mention one other uh, that's, that's uh, useful and practical, so more focused than big picture stuff, and that was how to increase the amount of time you have in her day, uh, and that's by outsourcing. So getting tasks like your house cleaning and your laundry and those sorts of things that basically are not you doing your core business, that's getting someone else to do them, get hiring people to do that and making more money than you're paying them whilst they perform those tasks. So there's a whole lot of uh, big picture and very practical, useful ideas in Kim's book. Um, so I can I encourage you to go out and buy it and read it. Yeah, and I think that point that you just made is a really important one, Chris. And I, I think I only realised it when Kim and I were preparing and presenting the workshop together that one of the real insights I got from Kim's process is that it does combine exactly what you said, the big picture and the day-to-day stuff. So she says, know your priorities first. And then every day she plans her diary and her day based around what she makes up uh, her three biggest priorities in her life. And I, I thought that was a really interesting way and a really useful way to blend what your long-term goals are with your actual day-to-day stuff. Because it's so easy for anybody, but especially for out-of-office workers, to kind of get those things mixed up. You don't, like the stuff that you do on a day-to-day basis, you don't necessarily think of as how this has been helping me achieve my long-term goals and my and the things that are most important to me. And Kim's book and her process uh, just that does help you to blend those things really effectively. Yeah, yeah, I like that too, Kihan. So we talk about that in our own book, know what your goals are and refer to them regularly. Make sure that you're that you're working towards them. But Kim says, you know, don't... Don't do that every month or or even weekly. She says, do that every day. And that's a really good piece of advice. You know, build your to-do list around what your personal goals are. I really encourage our out-of-office audience to to buy this book because uh, Kim is an e-worker. She's working out of office. So she's working, she's, she's writing and speaking from personal experience and her advice targets working from home. She targets the out-of-office work style. So there are billions of books out there about time management, but this one is specifically about time management for people who are working out of office. And it was good to see that a lot of the ideas that Kim presents uh, and espouses are in line with the kinds of things that we talk about in our own books. So it was good to have our work validated, Gihan. <laughs> yes, it was. And in fact, in that workshop, <laughs> um, when we were talking about email management, because that's one of the things we covered in the workshop, and Kim and I have very different approaches to email management. And, you know, our, you know, mine, Chris, the whole idea of inbox zero by processing your, uh, checking your email, email inbox as many times you want each day but every time you check it all you do is you file the messages away for later processing and Kim's is different so she'll only check her email two or three times a day but the principle was the same so she's always wants to have inbox zero as well it's just the way that she does it is different so in our workshop we presented both ways and gave people that gave people two options they could decide which one fits them better but as you say the the ideas and the principles are very similar to the ones that we cover Excellent. And interestingly, at that workshop, as I said, Kim presented it mostly, and I, I just butted in a few times with a few other technology tips. The feedback was excellent, and the questions were very relevant, and it was very clear that the other people, the other people in the audience, got a lot of value from what Kim was sharing, which were extracts from the book. So yes, I'd, I'd recommend the book as well. Great, great. Well. There you have it, Kihan. Speaking of value, there's three valuable propositions that we've we've spoken about today. We've got, uh, I think there's a book here for everyone. So if you need some motivation and inspiration, especially if you're looking at uh, uh, 
considering a digital nomad kind of work style, then Chris Ward's Out of Office book is the one to, the one for you. If you need uh, a bit of practical advice, then I think Simon Salt's Out of Office book uh, delivers a bit of motivation and some practical advice. And then finally, if uh, you need some very uh, focused time management techniques for your Out of Office work style, then Kim Mason's TikTok book is also is, is a good choice and a good investment. Yeah, I really must say that I enjoyed reading all three of them, Chris. I thought it was really interesting to see other perspectives in the whole out-of-office lifestyle and uh, the work style. Uh, I think, as, as we said at the start, I think all these three, all three books are generally focused on more the independent business owner, the entrepreneur, than the than somebody who's a telecommuter. Although some of the some of the principles do apply to telecommuters as well. But, and I, I guess that's an increasing trend. So people working from home, working for themselves, working with other, with the flexibility of not having to work from an office. And it, it is something that's growing in the workplace. And uh, organizations also need to be more aware of that. So even though these books weren't aimed at, uh, at telecommuters, some of, the, some of the principles are relevant to telecommuters as well. Yeah, absolutely. Great. And of course, there's one final book we should mention, and that's our own book, Kihan, that's full of uh, inspiration and good practical advice as well. And if you're interested in reading that, then you can go to outofofficebook.com, where you can find links to buying the ebook edition. And we have a blog. There'll be a posting in the blog specific to this podcast, as well as a few links to the books that we've talked about today. And if you want to get in contact with us, then you can leave a comment on our blog, or there's some contact links as well. So it remains for me to thank you for your time today, Gihan. It's good speaking to you as usual. And we'll be back in about a month's time with another Out of Office podcast. Yeah, we will. Thanks very much, Chris. Thanks. Bye for now. Visit our website at outofofficebook.com where you can read all our show notes, subscribe to the podcast, and get our book, Out of Office. We wish you all the best in creating the work style of your choice.